it's definitely how it was for me. I think that definitely drew me into the field and drew me into that focus. So I think that that reading can really help you find, you know, that focus you're looking for, that niche problem you're looking to fix. And you might read it and think, wow, like I have a place in helping this. Um, and so I encourage everyone to, to pick up these books and, and see how you can play a role in it. Welcome to PH Spotlight, a community for you to build your public health career with. Join us weekly right here. And I'll be here too. Your host, Sujani Siva from PH Spot. Hey, what's up, everyone? Thank you for joining me today on another episode of PH Spotlight, a space for you and me and everyone else in public health to share our stories and inspire each other. My name is Sajani Siva, the host of PH Spotlight, and I'm here to help you build your public health career. In today's episode, I'm speaking to a fellow public health professional who I am so thrilled to be collaborating with for the PH Spot blog. Her name is Tasha McAbee. She's an MPH candidate currently at the Boston University School of Public Health, but she's also a professional medical illustrator and animator at Boston Children's Hospital and enjoys educating through design and visual media. I met Tasha on Instagram, actually, through her page, Public Health Bookmark, where she started to share reviews on public health books that she's been reading. And knowing that our PHBOT community would truly, truly love this, I reached out to Tasha and we chatted about a collaboration to potentially publish regular reviews on the blog. And so Tasha agreed. And before we launched the series next week, I thought it'd be great for us to sit down and talk to Tasha and for all of us to get to know her better because we are going to be reading uh, many of her book reviews on the PHBOT blog. So here's our chat. Hey, Tasha, thank you so much for joining me on the episode today. Yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. And yeah, I'm excited about the collaboration that we're going to be speaking to our community members about. And um, today's episode is going to be kind of uh, a kickstart to something that Tasha and PHSpot is working on. So this is not the last time our listeners are going to hear about Tasha. So super exciting. And we will get to that uh, definitely uh, later on in the episode. But, you know, Tasha, you're someone with so many great unique skills that you possess as a public health professional. And I've been blown away by those because I have special interest in design and visual media, which I'd love to talk to you about another day. But today for our listeners, we're going to be talking about books and I stumbled on Tasha's Instagram page, Public Health Bookmark, and we're going to get into that uh, in a bit. But before we start, I wanted um, everyone just to get to know Tasha a little bit more and about your public health journey. So could we start with that and kind of how you got into public health, perhaps? Sure. So um, as you mentioned, my background's in visuals. So I'm a medical illustrator and animator by day at Boston Children's Hospital, um, but public health has always been my true love over medicine. So I'm I'm back in school at Boston University um, pursuing my MPH in health law and policy. Um, and it's funny, actually, because I was, I was thinking about the role that reading plays in my interest in public health. And I remember mm. when I was deciding if it made sense for me to go back to grad school, since I had, I already have a master's in medical illustration. And I remember specifically thinking, well, at least I would get really good book recommendations out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I must say it's lived up to my expectations in that sense. Um, my favorite classes have been the ones where I come away with a great reading list um, and things to, to read mm -hmm. after that. So it's, it's been, it's been good. 
So when you uh, went into kind of the medical illustration route, did you always have public health in the back of your mind? Or was it more the design aspect of the role that drove you into that career at first? I did always have public health in the back of my mind. There really isn't that I knew of like a visual media for public health programs. So mm-hmm. I wanted to first gain my skills in visual media. And then I wanted to come to the field of public health with something to offer. Um, and it's really, I'm, I'm glad I went that route. It's been really fun to come into public health with those skills. Um, and I found that they've really been needed. There's been, I've had a lot of opportunities um, come my way of people like needing help with visual mm-hmm. communication. So it's been really fun to be able to offer that and the people I meet and the projects I can do um, because I have that unique skill that is often more applied to medicine rather than public health. And yeah. so I think there's a real draw for it. Um, so I'm excited to kind of be a part of that. Oh, that's awesome. Because when I think about medical illustrators, I think about like science textbooks and such. Were those kind of the roles that you were taking on prior to getting into more of like a pub- public health role or? Yeah, it's a, it's a really big variety, which is one thing I really love about it. I do anything from... Um, visually, you know, diagrams for papers or um, textbooks or online courses. I worked in online education. Um, I do patient education illustrations now, um, as well as fancy 3D animations for surgical Mm -hmm. education too. So, and I think that it's really fun to kind of work that breath because um, I think in public health, you see that same variation. So, you know, a lot of times we're in the weeds about policy or we're communicating to the public about um, risk. And so I think that it's important to have that experience communicating for different groups and translating across those different levels of expertise. So I think that's going to that's gonna be pretty helpful. Absolutely. Like I mentioned, I definitely want to get you back on the podcast to talk about that side of your work, uh, because design, visual media, yeah, and even public health communication, it's kind of a big thing that we're trying to focus on at PH Spot. Um, So I would love to have you back on to talk about that in more detail. Um, But today we are talking about books. So you know, for our listeners, um, I, like I said, I stumbled on Tasha's Instagram page where she was reviewing all these great public health books. So if you're interested, you should definitely follow it. We'll put the link in our show notes page. Um, So, you know, just to get us started, uh, Tasha, what got you into just reading so many public health books? And like, how did you get started on this Instagram page? Sure. So um, I've always been drawn to public health topics and books, like even if it's a piece of fiction or a novel, Mm. I'm usually reading it through a public health lens and thinking about how public health in that time and place shaped those characters' stories and lives. And if you do this yourself, you'll really be surprised how almost every book relates to public health in some way. Um, Mm. And so that's why I don't limit myself to just the nonfiction um, public health books on the page. Um, And as as for the Instagram page, Um, I honestly started it as a place to keep track of my own notes. And that's really why bookmark is in the name. I found that I had like this mess of screenshots and Google docs and written notes (laughs) from what I was reading in books and courses. And I never really returned to look at them. So I was, I was just like, I really needed a singular organized place. I mean, I love Instagram. So I thought, you know, maybe this could be a way I could keep track of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I figured, you know, why not make it public and share? So I went ahead um, and did that. And I will say not only has it proven effective at keeping track of things for me, but what I found amazing that I wasn't expecting 
was really being introduced to this entire public health community online yeah. um, outside of my small world of Boston. Um, and I've really enjoyed exploring and I love getting to know others that I follow now as well. Um, there's a really great public health community on Instagram and yeah. so much of it I would not have found if I hadn't made this page and put myself out there in this way. So I'm really glad I did it. Oh, awesome. I, I'm going to go back to what you started off with, which was, you know, even if you pick up a fictional book, you can read it from a public health lens. That's uh, a new concept for me, for sure. I don't read much fiction, but curious, uh, not to put you on the spot, but what's a book that has like no public health kind of topics talking about like, you know, in, in the book itself, but you were able to put that lens. I'm curious to know. Yeah. So I will say Dickens is probably one of the classic uh, examples of this. Um, and so I suggest reading some of those. I know he was one of the first ones to kind of bring up this idea of like the poor are more at risk um, for health mm. because of the way society is set up. Um, so I know he's kind of a classic example of tying those into his fiction work. Um, one of my um, books, one of my favorite books, I actually was one of the first ones I posted about on my Instagram page too, is um, a good example of this. So it's, the Minor by Natsumi Soseki. Mm -hmm. And um, it really is a good example of that because it's it's a piece of fiction, um, but it really touches on public health and social history in Japan. There's like these instance of um, this kind of environmental disaster where a community in Japan is um, exposed to some contaminants due to the mining. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's a fiction, but I'm when I'm reading it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is yeah. And if you look it up, um, they're really it was a huge piece of history. There were riots and there's entire books written about the actual incident. Um, but what came out of this, I think what you see is in fiction is, you know, it really affects people's lives and these stories people have are affected by these things that happen in public health. And so once you, once you start to pick up on that, you notice that a lot of, a lot of people's lives are shaped by these things. So. Oh, that's fascinating. I, like I said, I'm not a big fictional reader, but I think this may have convinced me to at least pick up uh, a few books just to try that out for sure. Yeah, I haven't read Bleak House, but I've heard that that's the one people say um, has some public health um, overlap. So I should I should add that to my fiction reading list to, to do so. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's Bleak House, you said? Yeah, yeah. I've, that's what I've heard. I've heard that one touches okay. on some, some health aspects. So maybe I'll have to do that on the Instagram page as well. Absolutely. And I, I actually know, you know what, I did read Inferno. That might be the one that has the big kind of pandemic in it. Uh, towards the end but it, it wasn't I didn't think it was well done but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes the best uh like things you can do on a book review page is know which books not to read or not yeah to yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um so yeah so you know you and I we chatted a bit about uh publishing book reviews on the ph spot blog and it's something I've wanted to do for a very long time since I started ph spot uh, four years ago and I personally haven't had the time to do it and I was uh, thrilled to find your Instagram page and then even more thrilled when you agreed to this collaboration. So, you know, maybe we could start off by just sharing with our listeners what you're personally hoping to achieve by sharing book reviews on the blog and then maybe, um, yeah, we could have a conversation around that. Sure. Um, so I was, I think what I hope to achieve with the book reviews is to give people insight beyond what they can just look up online about a book. Um, I think anyone can look up a title and a subject matter. Um, so I think what I really wanna make sure I provide um, is what it's like to read the book, the writing format, the style, when what really makes it 
um, a good read about a topic, that if you're going to read about the subject matter, this is the place to go for it. Um, and I, I think I would find that for as someone who likes book recommendations and book reviews, uh, I think that that I'm hoping that that will be the more valuable way to go about it rather than just recapping um, a summary or plot points. Mm-hmm. And then I also hope that I can it can be a place where I can suggest further reading, whether it be um, books of the same style or books you know, deeper into the subject matter, or even just other media. Sometimes when I read a book, I just get really into that subject and I listen to podcasts about it or figure mm-hmm. out who the experts are and like get hooked up with their work and what they're doing and um, news articles about the topic, updates um, on the book since it's been written. So I hope that it can be a place where I can add that information as well. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that's that's probably going to be the favorite part of the reviews for me is how you're bringing in all these additional resources because, you know, I always find that once you've closed that last page of a book, there's some sort of withdrawal at the end where you just want to keep uh, looking into the author or more about the topic and you'll be compiling a list of all these resources for our readers, which is going to be pretty cool. Um, I think one of the first ones that you had written up for us, which we'll publish kind of the week after this podcast goes out in March, uh, was Well by Sandra Sandra Ogalia. Um, and you had some of um, the TED Talks by this author as well kind of uh, listed there. So that's pretty cool for our readers to also kind of engage with the author and some of the other work that they've done. Yeah, he's a he's a good one to start out with as an example for that because he's always writing. I think he actually just started um, kind of a weekly essay um, uh, publication as well. So I should maybe I should send that to you and update it. But he's oh, cool. always writing more, um, and so that's a good place to go for further reading. But yeah, I totally agree. When I especially when I read a book about you know a current current um, public health issue, when I finish it, even if it was only written a few years ago, mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so bad is anything being done about it um and so maybe hopefully it'd be a good place where I can add in like since the book's been written maybe action's been taken or you mm. know awareness has grown um or maybe nothing's happened and that's that's the sad story of it so um yeah that's that's always I feel the same way it's like when you read a novel you're like you're kind of at a loss because the character's story ends there but in public health you know it's real life so the story continues so there's always there's always more to read about it so yeah I know when I was kind of doing my master's, I read a lot more public health books, um, especially because I was trying to kind of connect what I was learning in the classroom to the outside world. And I found reading books was a great way to do that before kind of starting to work in the field. So I think for some of our student population, um, these book reviews also act as an inspiration or even possibly a guidance into what sort of career path they could take as well or a topic of interest that they could pursue so that also comes to mind when you're talking about you know just if there's nothing being done in that area that this book talks about it's possibly a place where you know our followers could possibly explore and contribute to that uh, public health crisis or disease area Oh, definitely. I mean, if if there's a public health audience and you have, you know, your profession's already in that area and you already have the skills and expertise and you you hear about something that needs work and help, I think that they're definitely the people to be called upon to to um, call to action on it. So I think, yeah, that that definitely that would be excellent. I hope so. Yeah, and I think um, the books I cover. I, I remember. I mean, I guess I and still am a student, but you know, the books 
sometimes that you're reading in class aren't the most interesting. Yeah. Textbooks can be really dry. Um, and so I love pushing to read fun stuff while I'm in school and reading textbooks. So I suggest anyone still in school to take the time, um, even if you're feeling overwhelmed with the textbooks readings, um, that you can you can still fit in some time to read some fun public health reading and remind yourself why you're interested in the topic in the first place, because I think that can kind of get lost when you're in the weeds of, of a textbook or course reading. So yeah. I think this kind of reading, I think, keeps me passionate and inspired to to stay in the field and keep working. Absolutely. And even, I guess, yeah, when once you start working too, when your job sort of, you know, you have periods that became mundane and feel like you're... You're just going uh, to a job and working away at tasks. These public health books in the area that you work in also, I find, are, are quite inspiring to just help you step back and see the bigger picture of public health. So I, I like it for the, that reason as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. I found when I um, was really bogged down with writing assignments, I found that reading really got me through. Like, even if I felt... I really don't have time to be reading. I've got too many assignments. I, I really started to push myself to force to make time to read. And it really helps. It kind of reminds you like, oh, okay, there's, there's a value in writing because reading can be really fun. And it's a, like the information is so powerful. Yeah. Um, kind of, it kind of kept my energy levels higher. So I suggest anyone um, to just really take the time to read. I think it can really kind of reset your energy levels to, to keep going. So yeah. that's, my, that's my advice. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I've got a, the list of books that you kind of sent as uh, possibly ones to cover in the blog series. And I know three of them, um, A Terrible Thing to Waste, Marching Toward Coverage, and The Political Determinants of Health. Those three, you actually interviewed these authors for a different blog. So that's also pretty cool because you'll be linking those up for um, our readers to read directly from these authors. Um, and, and I think you had some like Q&As with them, which is pretty awesome as well. So um, yeah, do you want to talk about some of those books and the interviews that you've done with the authors? Yeah, so this past year, I was a writing fellow for um, uh, one of Boston University's publications, Public Health Post. Um, and that was one of the great opportunities was getting to interview authors. And so sometimes they'd be um, opportunities assigned. So they would be, um, the author would be a guest at BU. And so um, they really wanted to have an interview to go with it. And so I, you know, was introduced to the author through that process. But otherwise, they also let you, if you're really interested in an author, to pitch that idea and reach out to them. And so that's, that's actually what happened with Harriet Washington. I read her book, um, A Terrible Thing to Waste. And I just, I finished it. And kind of like you were mentioning, like, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to talk to her. <laughs> like, I felt like, um, and I'm so glad I did because she was, she is so wonderful. Um, and so I, I think I will be writing that one next. And so when that one goes out, I definitely suggest reading that interview because, I mean, you could tell she really, she just, she cares so much about people and helping people. And she's, has a, just, she's an incredible, smart, wonderful author. So I was really glad that I um, pitched that and took the time to talk to her. Um, but yeah, that can be a really added bonus. So, um, and hopefully that's something maybe we can do in the future too, because I think it, it's really nice to read the book, but then to, to check in with the author as well. Yeah. Really good conversations out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. That's something Tasha and I are hoping we can possibly continue on PH Spot either, you know, through the same medium that you did uh, with written interviews or even podcasts if the authors are available. So fingers crossed, we could uh, do something more with these reviews in that sense. 
Um, yeah, we you pulled together a list of books that you're considering covering for the blog um, series. But I'm wondering if uh, people have recommendations or they want to engage with your reviews. Um, are you are you considering maybe doing that on your uh, Instagram page or even maybe in the comments section on our on our blog? Oh, definitely. I would say like book recommendations is like my love language. Like I absolutely <laughs> love when people give book recommendations. Um, so I would say definitely stop by in any place and and drop them in and I'll squeeze them in. I'm I am happy to be sidetracked and read different books. I'm always going in different directions. So yeah, definitely, definitely please drop rec- recommendations for me. Awesome. Um, so what would you say is your favorite book, Tasha, uh, like in the in the public health category? And maybe tell us why. Yeah, so I definitely mm, I have multiple favorites. And like I said, um, you know, I read both fiction and nonfiction in that sense. So, yeah, like I said, the minor is a really um, I love that one as far as like a fiction one that ties in public health um, as far as as nonfiction. Um, so I'm actually currently located in Woburn, Massachusetts. And so one of one of the books that really got me fired up was reading um, A Civil Action. Um, so that is about an incident that happened here in Woburn, Massachusetts, where there was um, some industrial poisoning of the water source in a neighborhood here that um, caused almost an entire neighborhood of children to get leukemia. Mm-hmm. It was a really sad case um, and just a really sad case about the state of the legal system and about um, environmental justice here. Um, in the U.S. and just how corporations really get away with a lot of um, a lot of environmental issues, and so uh, just being so close to that incident, I think that that book was it's a really good book, and I think that really secured my interest in law and policy over other areas of public health. I really felt like okay, that's where that's where the change can be really meaningful. You can really make changes to laws, um, and it can have kind of downstream effects on people's health. And so I think that one really kind of pointed me in the direction of that focus. So I think I've always Mm -hmm. um, valued that book in my, in my past. You know, um, when I first pitched the whole idea of the blog series to you, it was more, you know, to more of an entertainment for public health professionals to read and, you know, be entertained with topics that they're interested in. But now that I'm talking to you, I'm seeing the other side of this and how these reviews and, you know, encouraging people to read more of these books will truly be an inspiration and even nudge people in the area, in these areas where, um, you know, topics need a lot of attention from very smart people in the public health industry. Yeah, I think so. I think a lot of people have found their passions by just reading about a topic and just becoming engrossed in it. And so I think that that definitely, that can happen. I think it's definitely how it was for me. I think that definitely drew me into the field and drew me into that focus. So I think that that reading can really help you find, you know, that focus you're looking for, that niche problem you're looking to fix. And you might read it and think, wow, like I have a place in helping this. Um, and so I encourage everyone to, to pick up these books and, and see how you can play a role in it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, you know, I, I, as I mentioned, you gave us um, about, I think, 12 books or so um, that you're going to be reviewing over the next few months or so. Um, and I think the goal is to publish maybe one a month. Is that is that what we're thinking, Tasha? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I, I'll, um, I owe you another one. I'll send, I'll send one soon as well, Harry Washington, and, and keep moving forward. Awesome. So, you know, no pressure to our listeners, but uh, we're hoping everyone will get through one book a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely don't 
uh, I'm big on not pressuring to read more than, than you're interested in. Cause it should always be fun. Um, yeah. we're all busy and stressed enough that this part of our life should always be interesting. And like we mentioned, don't be afraid. If you absolutely hate a book, don't be afraid to put it down. There's life is too short. Find a book that you really <laughs> connect with. <laughs> so I'm, I'm yeah. very much in support of that. Yeah. I've really taken that to heart recently. I, I'm like one of those people who needs to finish the book from page to page, including the acknowledgements. So yeah. I, <laughs> I've told myself if I don't like it, it's okay to put it down. Yes. I have only recently gotten better with that. I definitely have, have a history of, you know, I have to finish it. So I think this past year, I finally, there were one or two that I was like, you know what, I've got too many that I want to read. So I'm going to give up on it. So <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, I'm excited. And I'm curious to see like if people are going to read the reviews and then pick up the book, or are they going to read the book and then come in, kind of read the review and see where you're coming at it and your angle. So it'll be really nice. Um, and I hope we can encourage some conversation either on your Instagram page or the PH spot Instagram page, or even the comment section um, in the blog. So uh, really looking forward to that. And maybe we'll have Tasha back on uh, to talk about her visual design, sorry, visual media career, um, but also maybe a, a touch point on how the book reviews are going once we hear from our listeners um, very soon. So thank you so much, Tasha, for um, doing this for us. And like I said, this is not the last time folks are going to be hearing from you. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm happy to happy to come back and talk anytime. I obviously love talking about this, so happy to do it. Hey, so I hope you enjoyed that episode with Tasha and that you're now looking forward to reading these monthly book reviews that Tasha is going to write on the PHSpot blog. I'm uh, definitely looking forward to reading these because I just love reading books. And so, you know, starting next week, you'll be able to find these reviews on the PHSpot blog. Um, and you can find that at phspot.ca slash blog. And if you're someone who's interested in exploring other public health books, I just wanted to let you know that we also have a list of great reading suggestions at phspot.ca slash books. And if you want to make sure that you're not missing out on any of our new podcast episodes or blog updates, you can get yourself on the PHSpot community's public health newsletter by visiting phspot.ca slash sign up. On these newsletters, we not only share PHSpot updates, but also public health jobs, events, and other pretty neat opportunities for your career. So I know that was a lot of links and information. So as usual, if you head on over to our podcast show notes page, you will find everything you need there. And the podcast show notes page can be found at phspot.ca slash podcast. And until next time, thank you so much for tuning in to the PH Spotlight podcast and for the invaluable work that you do for this world.